Welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive. We interview people who have dealt with the trickiest of health challenges, but eventually learn to get well and stay well naturally. Now it's time to hear from one of our detectives and learn how another health issue has been solved. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, what is going on, folks? And welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive. My name is Evan Transu, a.k.a. Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. Okay, so if you don't know what is going on here, we are detouring a little bit from our normally scheduled interviews to do some solo episodes with your buddy, Detective Ev. And the reason that we're doing this is because it's the holiday season. We know that you guys have a lot going on, but we do have people that are still listening and being very actively engaged with us. So we want to give you short, sweet, to-the-point episodes that are actually still useful this time of year. And... Tonight, we're going to get right into it by talking about three books that are really powerful in terms of helping us with habit formation and actually getting healthier. But what's interesting is these books don't teach you anything about diet. They don't teach you how much water to drink or how much exercise that you need. It is all around the mindset and habit side of things. And so we'll start with the highly practical and we'll finish up on number three with something that's a little more out there. But it works really well. So number one, the first book we're going to recommend today is called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. That's The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. This was the first personal development book I ever read in my life. And it was the first book I read outside of my normal school career. What I mean by that is, you know, I was always stuck in the box in high school of being forced to read certain books. I obviously didn't want to read them. I'd kind of half-ass it. I would maybe read, you know, just part of it. And that was that. And then I'd cheat off someone else or get the notes from somewhere else or look it up online and I'd say I read the book. This was something that I basically had a mentor at the time. He was a few and a, a few and a half, <laughs> three and a half years older. And his name was Ben. He's still one of my great friends to this day, thankfully. And Ben said, hey, man, you're going to read these three books. And he handed me three things. It's not the three that we're talking about tonight. The other two aren't important. But one was The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Now, I was at a really low point in my life. I didn't want to read is what I'm getting at. But I was at a low point in my life. I was in a vulnerable position. I looked up to Ben. I viewed him as like an alpha male type of figure at the time. And so, not that I still don't. (laughs) I'll throw him out as an alpha male. But the point was, I really respected this guy. And so when he said just, hey, you should read these books. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I'll, I'll give it a try. And the first one I pick up is The Compound Effect. It was like the shortest. It looks simple. And it was simple. And I'm going through this, and I think there was only like six or seven chapters. And the titles, you could explain them and read up to a five-year-old. It was like choices, habits. I think maybe decisions was on there. Something along those lines. But what was in the chapters was, yes, simple words, but pretty profound concepts. And it gave me tools, and it showed me what my life would look like 5, 10, 15 years from now from very small changes. And that's what Darren Hardy basically referred to as the compound effect. He showed us how the littlest of things, whether in finances or health or exercise, which I know falls in the category of health, but it was a little different in the way he described it in the book. These small, subtle changes over time compounded can have an effect 
that is dramatically different from one person to another, even though day by day, it seems like they're barely doing anything different. And so it's not just to show you the power of habits and introduce you to that idea. I'm sure you're familiar with that already. There's an important aspect of that in the book, but this is really practical advice and actionable stuff that I felt even in this super low position in my life, I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself. I felt like I could go use that and take that. So maybe it's too simple for you. I don't know. Maybe you're past that already in life. But to me, it was super powerful. I always recommend that book to people. I got a beat up copy sitting next to me on my bookshelf over here. And I still will occasionally just skim through that thing to this day. So number one, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Number two is Atomic Habits. And oh my goodness, I cannot believe I don't know that offhand who that is by. So let's figure it out. I know it's James something. Atomic Habits, bada bing. And that is by James Clear. So I promise I did read this. Well, I actually listened to the audiobook. That's probably the reason I didn't know the title offhand. <laughs> or excuse me, the author offhand. The Atomic Habits book is... I don't want to say a more advanced version of the compound effect because they are different. They're, they are different books, but atomic habits, atomic habits implements some of the latest science and kind of unique ways to implement certain habits. And it shows you how to habit stack. I believe that's what he referred to it as. So there's way more to this book than I'm going to say in this short audio, but this is an example of something that he teaches in there. And one of the things it'll show you is, for example, let's say you wanted to read five pages a day. So what you're going to do for a habit stack is, and I hope I'm saying that, <laughs> I don't know where else I would have gotten the term habit stack from, but that might not be what this book says. That would be funny. But I know the concept is correct. What he would say to do is like, okay, how about this? Why don't you throw this book next to your toothbrush or throw it on top of your toothpaste or something like that. And you say, well, that's stupid. Well, the reason that you're doing that is because chances are, hopefully we're praying for this, you already have the habit of brushing your teeth every single day. And so now when you go to your toothbrush at night, you see the book and it's like, oh man, okay, like I'm going to, you know, just pick this up real quick and you read your five pages and then you brush your teeth. So it's a little easier. And now you're kind of stacking these habits together, right? And apparently this has something to do with the way the the brain already has this pathway developed just for brushing your teeth, right? It's ingrained. You don't have to think about it. It's just totally on autopilot. And I think one of the concepts behind this is that you're actually stacking those together. And then so it's an easier way to start a new habit. Something else that he says, just to give you guys some practical advice and not just list off a bunch of books tonight. Something else that he says is starting with the most minimal amount of effort possible. And my buddy Joey talks about this. Joey, mind you, before you hear this advice, because you'll say, oh, that's silly. Is like that really going to work? Joey has won nationals in the United States of America for strongman in his weight class twice, and he's competed and done very well internationally at least once. So the guy knows what he's talking about with fitness, okay? He's not new to this. He owns a gym. And yet Joey... If a client, I don't know if this has actually come up in practice, but he says, and he's adamant about this. If a client were to come to him completely unwilling to do a dang thing with the gym, he would start them off and say, hey, well, can you go in for 10 minutes? And you say, well, what is 10 minutes going to do? Well, maybe not much, but can you go in for 10 minutes? Okay, well, yeah, it's so simple. I could do that. One says, well, ah, man, you know, like I, I just, I'm too intimidated to even go in. That's kind of half my problem. Like, I don't know if I could do that. And they're making all these excuses. So then it's, can you show up to the gym and walk to the front door? 
And then you're allowed to leave after that. And it sounds so ridiculous, but I've actually done this with certain things in another way, such as reading. And maybe I was on a kick of just audiobooks, or I w- I'm always learning a lot, but I like the habit of reading a physical book. I think it's good for me. And I don't always do that. I don't always consume the information in that specific way. So what I will do is I'll set a goal for like a week and I'll say, all right, can I read one page a day? Now that's outrageous, but that's the point. It's so simple. It's so stupid. The goal is to read one page. So I read the page and if that's all I can do that day, that's fine. But this is from a separate mentor. His name was Jerry Hartiz, very successful person. And I only remember a couple things that he ever said because it was like basically one giant speech that I remember from him uh, to a group of us. And he said, rip up your credit cards, which is, <laughs> you know, you could take that as it is. Maybe you agree with that. Maybe you don't. It's not the point for your health stuff. But number two was that anything permitted increases. Anything permitted increases. And what that meant was that any habit or anything or any action that we allow into our life that we permit into our life has a tendency to increase. So maybe that's drinking every weekend. That will have a tendency to increase. Maybe you start drinking a little bit on the weekdays. Similarly, though, which is really cool because these are positive positive things, if you have a habit that is favorable, such as reading, and you permit that into your life, it has a tendency to increase. And so James Clear didn't say this in his book, but obviously this is what he was getting at. When you read the one page, because this is what I found, now I'm already sitting, sometimes I'm laying in bed, I like reading uh, while laying down, I'm pretty comfortable. And I'm like, well, this is interesting, I'm going to read two pages maybe three, maybe four. And now you're on a roll because you already did what you're supposed to do. You already read the one page. Everything else is a bonus. You're just doing great after that. And now which habit are you actually setting? Because you're definitely setting the habit of reading and picking up the book. You've already done that. That's great. You're doing one more page a day than you were doing before. Fantastic. But the truth is you're actually ingraining an even deeper habit. So those are just two of many of the amazing tips that come from that book. That's Atomic Habits by James Clear. And then the last one I'm going to recommend, I told you a little more, I don't want to use the term far out, but I I think it's not as practical, uh, but it does matter. And it's called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy, Dr. Joseph Murphy. It's The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. And some of you guys might already be familiar with this. It's kind of a famous book, especially in the health, uh, what am I looking for? Self-help space. Okay. And Joseph Murphy was someone who was very big on affirmations. You can find the audiobook for this for free, I'm pretty sure, on uh, YouTube, by the way. I think this is in the public domain. You could probably find a free PDF of it, so no excuse not to get this one. And of all the things he talks about in the book, because I think you need to just read it or listen to it to really understand it, there was something that he referenced, which was actually from a different author and um, a separate book, and this guy's name was Emil Quay. And he lived a long, well, I shouldn't say a long time ago, like it was so far away. I think it was, uh, I think he passed away in like maybe the 50s or 60s of the 1900s. But Emil Quay had a book called Self-Mastery Through Conscious Autosuggestion. But that's not actually what he's famous for. What he is famous for is his little phrase that has been (laughs) stated by a ridiculous amount of people. Oh, I'm sorry. He actually passed away in 1926. And it was something along the lines of, in Every day, in every way, I'm getting better. Every day, in every way, I'm getting better. And he had so 
many people, like tens of thousands of people use this. And some of them cured very tough diseases. And by some of them, I mean an actually strong amount. So this is not the podcast to talk about why this worked for some and why it didn't work for others. The point is, it worked for a notable amount, like a decent amount. How is it that repeating a stupid phrase over and over and over again could lead to the healing of some people? Well, again, <laughs> separate uh, type of thing. Uh, separate conversation at least, and I'm not going to get too far into it here. But if you've listened this far, I'm going to guess that you have some faith in me and this podcast. And I'm going to tell you, I would read the book called The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. And even if you don't trust the stuff that it says, do me a favor and just do it. Just give it a shot. I'm sure you waste time in many ways every single day. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's going to kill you to waste some time doing something that has the potential to be beneficial. It's certainly not going to hurt you. And I say it like this. Some people are total believers in this and they have no skepticism around it. I am very left-brained. I have had trouble kind of comprehending some of these things in the past. But I'll tell you, my friends, there's something to it. So in order, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, Atomic Habits by James Clear, and then The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. I think if you make a commitment to read these, you're going to be setting off your new year in a fantastic way. And these are all like relatively simple books. It could be done kind of quickly. But why don't you even set a goal to maybe do one every two weeks or even one every month if that's all you can do. That's fine. The compound effect, you're going to buff that out in less than a month. If you can just do a measly eight to ten pages a day, you're going to be fine. The rest of them are on par for the same thing. So now you have three books set by the you know, beginning of the year, it's the end of March, and you really have three powerful tools that are going to help you with the health stuff. Now, what does this have to do with health? And why does this matter? How do I know that this works? Because the truth is, at FDN Thrive, we utilize a lot of these labs, we go through all this stuff, we could give you the education, we could give you a really long sheet with every little thing to do. Why does that not work? Why does that never, ever work? It's our consciousness. It's where we're at mentally. And that's not a condemnation to anyone. This is something that every single person listening, including myself, has to go through and probably has to keep going through. I have times where I slip out and then I got to get back on and that's okay. But there's a reason that we can't just give someone a list of things to do and have it work. We could do that. It is literally never going to work. And you wouldn't pay for that, let's be honest. <laughs> you know better. We need to be exposed to the information a lot. We need to have new habits developed. And so you can get the best people in the world. And I really genuinely believe we have some of those people here. And I believe that because I've been through the program. I know what it's done for me. I'm a practitioner. But if you don't get the mindset stuff right, and I was already doing that before I ever got into this. I mean, hell, I don't even think I would have gotten into this if it wasn't for that stuff first. You have to have this down. So The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, Atomic Habits by James Clear, and The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. And ooh, baby, I kept that under 20 minutes for you guys. So I hope that you like that. Short, sweet, to the point. I got one more solo episode coming for you guys before the new year, and then we will be back to our interviews. So I hope everyone is having a good holiday season. I know that this is probably um, a little bit, uh, different this year for most of us. And I'm not sure what that's from because 
so many people I've talked to have suffered like some type of major loss. And it's not always just because of COVID. In fact, like half of the time it's not. So are we just more aware of this now that people are constantly going through things and we need to be more sympathetic of that? Or is this really just a crazy, insane time? Well, we already know that's true. But that's leading to these types of things. I'm not sure. But my point in saying that is we know that it's a tough time. We're experiencing that ourselves. Trust us. <laughs> you know, it's not always stuff that you share publicly, right? We got to be professional as a company. But I will tell you this, all of us have had our crazy experiences in the past year and a half. That is for sure. So we get it. It's tough, but we hope that you're enjoying the holiday season nonetheless, despite how crazy of a year and a half this has been. And hey, man, the new year is a symbolic time. It's a time that we can really get things going again. I think it's one of the best times to start a health journey. And the reason I say that is because once the new year starts and a lot of that, you know, the kids aren't going back to school. It's not summertime when we're kind of lazy on a lot of things or just chilling out at the deck or doing whatever we're doing. And it's not the holiday time of year. So we have this ability to set new habits relatively unbothered by other people and other circumstances in our life. So if you've been thinking about this, do me a favor, get your mind right first, make sure that you're reading some of this mindset stuff, at least be consuming that material in some way, and then contact us. FDNthrive.com, click that get started here button, and you'll end up talking to one of us about whether or not our program's even right for you. If we can help you, hopefully we can. And if not, I think you guys know this, but I always like to remind people of this. We actually guarantee that we will get you going in the right direction. And that's a free thing. You know, you get on that call for free. If we can't help you, we will send you somewhere else or give you some piece of information that'll get you going. We will never, ever, ever leave you hanging. Sometimes we don't have that piece of information on the call. We might have to go to our other people and other resources, and that's okay. But we will always get you that piece of information. So uh, we love you guys. Happy holidays. And if you like this information, please be so kind as to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And I just got some news. I think Spotify is doing this now too. So we'd greatly appreciate reviews there as well, if you like the information. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys again soon. And take care. Until then. Thanks for tuning in to the Health Detective Podcast. If you are ready to finally work with a real health detective on your health journey so that you can get well and stay well naturally, visit us at fdmthrive.com and click the Get Started Here button.